I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Under the trench coat with rolling in the cake. Hello and welcome to Under the Trench Coat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. I'm Brad, your newly resurrected cleric. I'm Nick and Harkos is hurt (laughs) a lot. Harkos is hurt a bunch. I like... Because I I think one of the core things with Dungeons and Dragons is that something should feel like a slog and make you use your resources, make you use the things that you have, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and, you know, kind of chip away at your resolve, especially for something like this. I, you know, that heroes aren't born from just nothing, that they're they're forged in the hottest from, fires of hell yes <laughs> and right now you're traveling through <sighs> the biggest fuck that you ever have yeah and that you know you have a dragon here that is fucking shit up and causing some serious issues and you met its herald Reemgar and we stomped him I wouldn't go that far. I would say we quite literally uh, put a dent in his armor. We, we, um, we made him run like a little bitch. He's got more important things to do than deal with so, little piss ants so like us. If I'm not going to let he- you be cocky and get me hurt because you're being <laughs> cocky. So if the herald of a super powerful dragon runs, where do you think it runs to? Probably to its super da- powerful dragon. Da- daddy, <laughs> but in this case, it's mommy. Yeah. I... It, 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 that fight went in different ways that I certainly expected. Uh, Me too. Because I it, again, fucking spirit guardians for the win. Hell yeah! Here, That's a badass spell. Uh, yeah. Again, it's my favorite spell that I've never gotten to use as a character. <laughs> I I haven't played a cleric in order to use it. Also... Uh, not in 5th edition, at least. I just realized I was screwing myself on da- on potential damage also. Because I could have also popped my spirit weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, you also don't want to burn through all of your resources because this isn't necessarily the last stop on this here right. train. Well, and I mean, you say that would Tre- Trevor be smart enough not to use fire on a red dragon? So <laughs> Brad might not, but Trevor would be. <laughs> so we'll just say that your forgetfulness was um, knowing acknowledgement that oh maybe I won't do as much damage with this spirit weapon. Oh, spirit. Well, the spirit weapon is uh, force oh, yeah, damage. Spirit, I think. Spirit weapon. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of green flame blade. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, which is why I'm assuming that you were using uh, 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 Booming Blade. God, yeah, that was totally why I was using Booming Blade. It wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't because there there wasn't a guy next to him to bounce over <laughs> to or anything. And I, yeah, I was using bo- that. You got my strategy nailed right there. I knew. <clears throat> okay, well, uh, I gave you credit. You didn't want to take it, so fuck you too. Uh, what are you talking about? I totally but- took it. But uh, I was expecting that to be kind of like a little bit more of a brawl, but instead it was, uh, you know, newly resurrected Trevor just starts popping off big fucking spells and shredding, <laughs> shredding the lackeys while uh, everybody else just gangs up on Reemgar, which is, you know, again, <laughs> it's part of the beauty of the game is that it's something that I did not expect to have happen and it totally turned the favor towards you and made me do something a lot earlier than I was expecting to have to. And I gotta say, it felt really good. (laughs) (laughs) See, Uh, you you say that, but again, as I've stated, multiple recording sessions, in that situation, I didn't get to feel good. I didn't at all. Because as we were walking all over, I was like, alright, like, either we're walking all over something that's supposed to be difficult and Ken's gonna get vindictive and angry, or... (laughs) This is the easy stuff, even though it looks horrifying, which means there's something worse beyond this. And I don't want that because I'm scared of this. And Trevor was dealing a lot of damage. Not that I didn't, but Harkos took a fair amount. Not that Trevor didn't. I don't, I'm scared. And if, if that, I mean, that was, again, as we're discussing now, that was easy because of your spirit guardians, but goddamn, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm shaking my little owl booties that are in my so, inventory that I still have no fucking information on. That has... Uh, this fight was... Uh, uh, the way that it turned different is that... So, the, he the, he gets a breath weapon, which is it's 76, so it's it's a, a good chunk of damage. Yeah. Uh, but, you, you know, he has a, like a 33% chance of it recharging. And the next turn after he used it the first time, he rolled a fucking five, and so he gets it back. Oh jeez! So is you have, you roll a d six, and if you roll a five or six, it recharges, and he can use the shit again. So he's like, you're all still kind of grouped up. He could hit three out of the four of you. So bleh. Uh, that second one I mean, he hit me like a bitch, though. Well, yeah, well, you, <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> he hit me harder he, than he hit me the first time. He fucking, he fucking halved Landros in in yeah. one in one bit. So, <laughs> you know, I uh, he took he took almost forty hit points from me in total. Bam, because I took twelve and sixteen. So that's what that's twenty eight or almost thirty rather, not forty. That's twenty eight. I can't remember. Did, uh, do monks get evasion at some point? 
I can. I, think they I, do. I don't know if I get a, a, a evasion. If I do, I haven't got there. I know I can spend like the key point to do like step of the wind. So I, but that's just disengage. That doesn't fucking give me anything. Uh, patient defense. That's what I was thinking of. That gives me dodge. No. Yeah, it, it, which evasion, wouldn't help there. But evasion is something that when you make a deck save, you uh, you take half damage even if you fail, and if you succeed, you take none. <clears throat> oh, and that's I, fucking nice. I feel like I feel like that's something that monks get, but it's only on deck saves. You know, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, like, you can't dodge out of the way of something that affects your noodle. Uh, or maybe you can. Watch I don't know. Me. <laughs> uh, which I mean, against a situation like this would make you incredibly powerful because no matter what, you're going to take half. And if you do succeed, especially on a deck save, which you are pretty damn good at, then uh, you take nothing. So uh, eventually these kind of things will start to change for you, uh, depending on the type of dragon. But uh, I was going to say, don't don't worry. As soon as we deal with all the fire dragons, I'll make sure I get... Uh, the nice stuff, and oh, then we'll go fight I, the. Get, then we'll go fight the noodle dragons. You get evasion <laughs> next level. Oh shit! Well, hey, look at that. I. Uh, so. Oh man, I lost. I lost where my brain was. I I love the. Uh, it's I. I guess I never really described the cathedral to the point that I wanted to, which was like almost treating it like its own circle uh, within the city, because it's in the dead center. Uh, And I like that your first real view of this thing is that you go in there and there's just this mass of people around it. Uh, So that kind of instills that like this can, this can turn into a very bad situation because of how many people are here. Is you at this point you're probably talking like half the town has filtered into into these areas, uh, which also means that you know the the trigger point is very close of when shit's gonna really go down. So you're you know you've got support now, but you know the clock is ticking. Uh, but what did you what did you think of of Alcanor? Like how do you how do you feel about that little exchange at the beginning there? I liked it. I it was it was bittersweet. I liked it uh, to like see that he's still embracing these changes that he was self discovering the last time we talked. However, I don't like uh, which is I mean it's fair that he knows his limits. I guess is the best way to put it. But I didn't like that he was just like. I'm I'm not cut for the. It's a me thing because I think so highly of Alcanor. Uh, it makes sense uh, for for his character stuff, but I'm just like, man, Alcanor, you're gonna you're gonna grow up big and strong, eating your Wheaties, drinking your milks, <laughs> and and you're gonna you're gonna do great things one day, and you're gonna come back to little Harcos in my old bird rocking chair at the ripe old age of like eight. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have talks and we're going to talk about how I told you so. And you're going to be like, I, I did you proud, Harkos. I'm like, you sure did, Alcanor. And then we're going to laugh about all the times. Remember when we were in that fight when town almost got destroyed and you were like, I'm too shit. I got to run away and protect people. 
and try and stay out of as many fights. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> but no, I, 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 can, I, I, I like I like seeing that he's still keeping with it and and in more of an active sense than I expected to see this soon. Uh, so what I can tell you is that when you when you came across him. He was at a grand total of two hit points oh, after damn. his fight with the uh, with the salamander. It was very, very, very close. There was some key critical hits there on his side that that made him survive. Uh, but even if he were at max and he failed the saves, the first one would have almost done him in. The second one, even if he was at max hit points, would have taken him down. Listen here. The, the, of the breath weapons. So I, you know, it, it's him knowing his limitations. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I'm not it's... saying I wanted him to come with us. I never would have asked him to come with us. I'm, I'm saying more so that he was, he's trying to be a different person, but because he's so squishy, which makes sense, he hasn't done much of the fighting and everything. So you're doing, you're doing a great job of role playing him. Again, I'm putting him on a pedestal. <laughs> so your great RP and his squishiness is making him be like, maybe I shouldn't get in that many fights while I run for my life. Meanwhile, Harkus is just like, dude, you're the fucking boss now. Like you're owning <laughs> up to your shit and you got that sword. I watched you cleave that dude's head. And Ken's over here is like, he's at two hit points. Harkos has gritted beak through a couple fights at one HP a few times. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like if you use that one to two HP wisely, I mean you're you're set. And I just I want I want Alcanor to also see his worth as as I do. Again, it's just it's just a me wanting more from him thing because I think he's great now. I will admit I I didn't once, but I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. Not too proud to admit that. Yeah yeah you weren't really wrong though. <laughs> He, he was kind of a shit there for a while. I worked uh, hard to make myself wrong. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I put in a lot of man hours to prove myself. No, he's not a bad guy. Just like Ken swore up and down he wasn't. I didn't want Ken to be a liar. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, thank you. You're welcome, liar. <laughs> I. So, another thing that I want to I wanna ask about here a little bit is... Uh, Trevor name dropped Numerath to Dreamgar. Like did, did you like yes, that? Yes, I did, and I especially <laughs> like it because the rest of your friends have no idea the truth behind what you said, right? And how big of a reveal that will be. Hey, and see, I I don't know if you caught me debating there, but that's why at first I was just like, hey, Trevor Ironjaw, and then I, everybody said their thing, and then I was like, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> but, so first of all, what I, I, Nick, what are what are your feelings on that? Do you think that Harkos is smart enough to do the two plus two equals four, or is he still stuck on like two and carry the one? And, and, and where where do you think he is? Um, I think in a different situation, um, that Harkos 
would have like probably been able to think on it more and would have ultimately like questioned Trevor, obviously. Um, but in this moment, being as big bad douche boy was at the other end of the room, um, it definitely like perked Arcos's Arcos perked Harkos's ears and like caught his interest. Um, but ultimately he doesn't really know what to think. And again, in different situations, maybe he would do something. I honestly think by the end of this, Nick's probably going to remember and Nick knows information that Harkos doesn't. So Nick will want to have the discussion, but I'll have to think really hard about after the stress of all this gets over. Will Harkos even remember? Because I know Brad eventually wants to uh, like air his laundry about all the shit that he's discovered, as does Harkos about, I mean, I'm doing it shitty. Been like, oh yeah, I have a dragon inside me, sort of. <laughs> uh, like, real quick, in moments where Trevor can't ask questions. Um, <laughs> but uh, there will be a moment, I'm sure, when share time is had amongst the B team. Um, whether Harkos feels like instigating that earlier than would naturally happen on its own uh, is yet to be determined. I know I would like to talk about it, but there's kind of a uh, mass extinction event happening, so um, there's an Avengers level threat, as <laughs> Mysterio would put it. Uh, copyright. So, no, uh, don't sue it. <laughs> I, I, there's something that was said, and I'm curious if Trevor slash Brad caught it, was Reemgar saying that he is mad that Numerath was able to get release before Pylorvo. Uh-huh. Which... I wasn't sure what you meant by that exactly. I... Well, maybe we just leave it there then. <laughs> or you could... <laughs> Pylorvo escaped. That That's why he's loose upon the world. He was... He was trapped the same way that Toravir was and was able to be released. Ah, okay. Which implies that Numerath was also trapped. Makes sense. Which, why would he have been trapped if well, he's helpful? I mean, it, there's there's a few ways we could look at that. It could be that, you know, maybe he was helpful, but, you know, when the when the cabal came after them, it was he's a dragon. So he has to go down too. that's that's highly possible. Uh, or maybe he wasn't so helpful back then. Maybe he was bad, but maybe he's changed things up now. I mean, that's also a possibility. Or option three, which is probably the likely one, you're giving me the runaround and later on down the line, I'm going to find out that he's a bad motherfucker and I've been claiming his name this whole time. I was going to say, <laughs> option three is your god is lying to you. <laughs> In which case, honestly, at this point, Trevor's just going to go evil and we're going to see what happens. Not oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I will strike you down is what will happen. <laughs> there will be an insurmountable amount of like build up that Harkus has been holding back because we're friends. And the moment that you choose to take your second, sorry, fourth chance and become <laughs> a bad guy. Listen, we all know it's going to happen again. 
<laughs> That's rude. I can't say that. I'm again. I'm in rare form. I'm sorry. Anything <laughs> I said uh, is not reflect the views of the Rolling in the Geek podcast nor its <laughs> cast and crew. Uh, <laughs> no, I would. I would. I would fight you. I would. I would beat you into submission. You wouldn't be a bad guy for very long. You'd. You'd either. Uh, live long enough to see yourself become a hero or die a villain. That's your choice. He'll do a full. He'll do a full Ansigar redemption arc on you, motherfucker. I think that's how the old adage goes. <laughs> I. So I was just curious if that was something that actually, if that was something you actually caught, or if yeah. you you needed to, to find the lines. Nope, I, I I caught it. Like I said, I just wasn't exactly sure what you meant. So, but yeah, I, I definitely caught it. Uh, so last thing I think that is on the obvious things to talk about is uh, the whole Iron's Edge crew showing up. Minus Selena and Marcus. Well, you know. I, but I'll just go ahead and give this one to you. That was the train. I figured. I, yeah, I was gonna say I, I kind of connected by the time those that dots. Happened, also, I was okay. I hoped. <laughs> well, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I hoped. I was like, okay, that has to have been the train, right? Like that's the only thing that would make sense is this train. Uh, and then uh, obviously now I have confirmation. But there was there was again my distrust for Ken. There was a small part of my brain that was just like, cool, Iron's Edge is here. What terror beast? is making me hear me, me and Alcanor hear train noises slash a rove on a train at such a poorly timed moment. <laughs> um, kudos to the Riven uh, Trans Shattered Continental Railroad um, <laughs> allowing ponies on board, though. Like, big, big yeah, props to them. Progressive, they're a very progressive train train line. I and makes so, me wonder why Trevor ditched his knoll in Iron's Edge. That's really fucking <laughs> rude. Like if we could have brought him with, God. He didn't even ask about the pet policy. He was just like, bye, and then just left. Pet owner. Jesus. I mean, I know I wanted to kill him, but I, I at mean, least I would have done it quick. Maybe, You're letting him die of old age alone. Maybe, maybe uh, the pony is Jorik's service animal. <laughs> it says his emotional support pony that he also rides into battle. See? Which probably negates any kind of licensure that it would have, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, that, that that was a moment that I struggled with because I was like, God, do I want to do that? And I I ultimately chose to because I I wanted that payoff from all the work that you did there and all the the friends that you made the support that you got everything that you did that it's you know it's had a payoff that those people have now come to help you but you don't know why you don't know how yeah. they even what, knew what tipped them off yeah so there's mystery but it's also and, and you know what a big part of my decision is that I missed the Jorik voice <laughs> <laughs> the truth cometh out yeah, I mean, I can't say no to the Jorik voice when I get the opportunity to use it. I had too much fun with it. 
It's understandable. I, I, I would say that my favorite moment from this episode was the exchange between uh, Trevor and Reemgar right before the fight started. Is I had I had some serious fucking chillage going <laughs> through me as the two of you went back and forth. Uh, and that just felt very it felt very satisfying and it feels really good to have Trevor back on the boat Agreed. and, and doing his doing did, his thing did you did you enjoy the ever present Harkos cockiness right before he conks out from HP loss because that's I mean that's usually my that's uh, that's Harkos's shtick so he talks mad shit then gets dropped next turn <laughs> and then pops back up and goes no I'm fine thank you Trevor I'm great you you thought that you had I've actually it was a trick but I just I thought I felt the and that's where we'll call it coming sooner yeah. than it did so I was just like no 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 I'm never gonna remember I'm never gonna remember and so I wanted to be like oh right yeah no these guys also helped uh, fuck up your other dragon uncle friend <laughs> shing sparkle sparkle Spur- uh, sparkle all right. Any other questions, comments, or concerns before we close up the trench coat? I have a comments. Okay. A comment or a comments? Comment. Okay. Uh, uh, out of the trench coat, first time exclusive. Uh, I think I already have an episode title that I was just going to run by you now, and then I'll keep it in my notes for when I'm editing. Okay. Heckling a herald. Ah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was the meaty portion. That's what caused the rest of the episode to happen. So, so I was gonna say heretic, but he's not. He's not. I mean, he is, but that's not what he is. No, he is. He is the herald of Pylorvo of the the necrotic flame Pylorvo. So there you go, Patreon listeners. Uh, you get to know this episode's title after you've already listened to it. So <laughs> kudos after to you. After it's That's, already been put up and named, but you can see that we actually came up with a name before you can the see, episode yeah, was posted. This is about the quickest I think I've ever come up with an episode title. Yep. It usually takes me the three to four days uh, in editing time of me listening to the episode a second time to then sit there for 30 minutes and think of a bunch of alliteration titles and consonants and assonants and ship them out to Brad and Ken and then they go, sure, or they think of one and send it to me, also happens on occasion, which is always uh, loved and adored and helpful, but yeah, this is <laughs> this is nice, I just sat there and I was like, yep, yeah, Brad heckled the Herald and uh, this, is, this is where the bad happened so alright uh, anything Fun else? Stuff. Nope. nope, not for me alright Well, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, I'm Ken. I'm Brad. I'm Nick. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Love you. Brad, don't fuck up the order. Sorry. It goes me, (laughs) then you, and then Nick, and then he says, I love you, or we love you, and then it's over. You don't get to add in more fucking quips there. Uh, you don't fuck with tradition. <laughs> don't fuck with tradition. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Your oh, fucking balls Jesus. will tug. My god. <laughs> mm. Alright. Or something else. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.